When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about four four holiday movies. Four movies that that have been released during the holiday season. We're talking about four of them. Here they are. <laughs> a holiday, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, Godmothered, and Happiest Season. We're talking about all these movies today. And they all came out in 2020. They were all released on streaming services. Yes, they all have they all have very different themes and tones, and and they have their own their own message, their own everything. They're, they're, but the they're thing all very that different. ties them all together is that they're all around the holidays and uh, Christmas season. So, uh, yeah, which one should we talk about first? Um, let's talk about holiday because that that mm-hmm. was the that was the one I watched the the farthest to go. Okay. So let's just talk about that one. Yeah, so um, your sister, you were telling me your sister brought up that she doesn't think this movie is a holiday movie. Is that right? A, a Christmas movie? Yes. Um, she has a very distinctive idea of what a Christmas movie is, and it's basically a movie that you... She thinks it's a movie that you shouldn't... That wouldn't be acceptable to watch at any other time of the year. Like, this is purely a movie you watch during Christmas, and it just it doesn't make sense to, like... Uh, to watch at any other time of the year. Well, and um, I brought up the the concept of Die Hard being a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas time, and I and, would consider and I it. I I, I agree. <sighs> Tie Die Hard is a Christmas movie because there because there is a heavy a heavy Christmas uh, theme to it, or a heavy Christmas yes, appearance. Um, yes, appearance. Yes, and and there's a lot of movies that are like that. So it it, it does. <clears throat> You know, it, but it's it's first and foremost an action movie, but that does not mean it can also be a Christmas movie. Um, yeah, exactly. But with with holiday here, um, it takes place over all the holidays, um, an entire year of holidays. So I think it it starts like, like two off, years. Like it's it's almost like I think it's just one year. Is it just for, from Christmas to Christmas? Yes, I think it is okay. because okay. it starts off with Christmas and it ends at Christmas. Right. Okay. So one year, but two Christmases. Yep. So I think and, that yeah. it counts as a Christmas movie because it was marketed like that. Um, Netflix, even on the front of it, there's a Christmas tree very stupidly plastered next to the two main characters. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, there, there's definitely movies that are obviously marketed to, to like, like, we're releasing this during Christmas because it's a Christmas movie. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, it's, very marketed it's very geared towards a certain type of time of the year um but yes sometimes after we would watch some of these movies kimmy would be like well this isn't a christmas movie (laughs) (laughs) and i agree um 
it seems that Holiday is was written kind of just as a a, a romantic comedy, and it was kind of pushed into the box of possibly being a Christmas movie. Right. Yes. Because um, yes. the premise is that they just date each other. These two incredibly sexy, hot people just somehow don't get together, but decide to only see each other on major holidays, and and that includes like St. Patrick's Day. Yes, every single holiday, <laughs> they would be each other's dates, which didn't make any sense to me like why why they would just meet on because i thought okay my my expectation of this movie was that holiday was going to be like the app or like the service uh-huh like not not just the idea of having a date during the holidays and and honestly like and and i thought the whole reason of a holiday was that it and and it did it did turn into that but then it kind of like turned into something else like throughout the movie but like it was basically so that your your parents would see that you have a date and they would stop trying to like set you up with people basically right or, because in in yeah. some some world Emma Roberts would have a difficult time getting a date or or something i don't know um it, it, it made sense with this guy actually because he was australian it made sense to me that he that he would not have anywhere to go for all these holidays and he would need to go to her family's holidays True, I guess, but he also didn't have, he also didn't have someone, like, down his throat telling him that he needed to date someone. That's it was, true, it he was had really... no friend. He he was just him. There was... He was just him, and it was his <laughs> idea. Like, I don't understand. So weird. I don't understand how this even came to be, because Emma Roberts was the one who needed the date, because her parents kept setting her up with people that she wasn't interested in, or didn't think she needed to be with like well, they met at was... the mall and then they, yes. he was like yeah he came up to her and was like hey I, you know you want to come to this party with me and i think that kind of set the tone this like the fact that they didn't kiss on new year's and and all that um it was and just... the fact that he said that, and, and she was so hung up on the fact that he said that she wasn't attractive to him. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. And that's what kept her from making a move on him the whole time, because, uh... because of he said that one thing to I mean, her. I get it. Like, I get that that's something that would stick with you, but he was clearly joking about it. Like, I mean, Emma Roberts knows that she's hot. I'm, I mean, come on. We we watched all of Little Italy, and she was in that, and that movie was awful. So, and arguably yeah, worse I mean, than this movie, to be honest, much worse. Considerably, like I will never yeah. ever in my life watch watch Little Italy again. But I will I will maybe watch Holiday if if I'm bored and just having a wine night. Like I will yeah. probably watch this. But like yeah, I'll probably watch this again. It's cute. Like I think it was like watchable. I thought it was funny. I thought parts of it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I thought Kristen Chenoweth was hilarious. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was yeah. funny. She she really was better than the movie. Um, she was. But I actually thought the I thought the the highlight parts were. I think the guy was fine. I liked the part where he chopped his fingers off. But. Yes. Um, but he blew his fingers off. He blew off. his fingers off. But I didn't really yeah. like how they were laughing so much at the hospital. I thought that was really weird. Um, 
Because they were, like, high, weren't they, they? Yeah, I guess they were high. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were high. They it, were high. It was just silly. Um, yeah, like, it was definitely a, it was a funny rom-com. Um, and, and, and the New Year's Eve party where they do the, they do the dirty dancing scene and her, like, top falls down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that it was, was so also, ridiculous. It's it ridiculous. So ridiculous. I like that she traded the outfits with the girl and got the red, the, like the wine stain on it instead. Which that honestly, was, a wine stain would never look like that on no. a on a white dress. It but would yeah, turn it looked pink. like she murdered someone. Yeah, it, it looked would, like she murdered someone. Yeah, if somebody spilled red wine on a dress like that, it would quickly kind of turn a pinkish color, like a dark pink, maybe. But that was like bright yeah. red, like blood. <laughs> It was it was thick. Like, it was yeah. like a thick red. Um Yeah, I mean she's um I just learned recently that Emma Roberts is with Garrett Hedlund right now and they they have a baby. Yeah, I knew that. I did. I I was shocked to, to learn that. Uh I wasn't. I, I didn't I like I, I had no idea. I I think I saw her um her pregnancy photo like a couple months ago. Yeah. And that's when I knew that they were together. Like, uh, like a an article came up on my phone. I was like, yeah. Emma Roberts is pregnant," and I was like, "Okay, cool." I uh, and I was like, I was like reading it, and I was like, "Oh, she's with Garrett Headland." Okay, cool. I uh, met her once at Coachella. I took a picture with her. You did. I remember. I remember that. I think it was like one of my first ones. She wasn't extremely nice, but she did take a picture with me. So, I don't know. Yeah, she does. She doesn't look like she'd be very nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She doesn't look approachable. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, why don't we uh, look at this? These uh, these um, uh, plot key- keywords. Unless there's anything else you want to say. <laughs> oh, oh, I just I do want to say one thing. Um, oh, oh, what? What? The fact that her sister and her sister's husband had that whole situation where the sister kissed the friend and then freaked out about it, and then they just like yes. literally didn't. They did not figure that out like they introduced that way too late in the story and they had absolutely no time to spend any time on the sister and the and the husband and figure out how they managed to make it work you you know yeah no it didn't yeah no no time and i don't don't even know why they threw it in there at the very end like this this movie was this movie was long like a lot of stuff happened in it there's a lot of stuff a lot of shit happened there was too many and like there things. was no need for that. There was no need for that. That scene. Um, but yeah, that guy, that guy who was in it. I think. Uh, I think he was. He's he showed up in a lot of stuff. He's doing a lot oh, of acting. Alex he, he was the Moffat. guy on Vine. You yeah. mean Alex Moffat? He's on. He was on SNL, or he he still is. Um. The Alex the guy who's the husband. You mean? I, I'm pretty sure that's him. Oh. No, sorry. I, I I thought you meant the Black Panther, the guy who the guy who was oh, dressed no, as the no, Black no, no, Panther, no, no. the guy she kissed. I don't. Uh, yeah, kissed. who's that guy? Who? He's he he used to be on Vine. Um, really? Before, before before Vine died. Yeah. <gasps> wow. I, I think he was I recognize the same him guy. as well. Yes. He was. He was also in. Um. um this is definitely the the oldest the oldest role that I've seen him in. But he was also in. Um, P.S. Uh, I love you. What was it called? Uh, to all the boys. Oh, he to all is. The boys I've loved before. Yes, he is. Wow, you really, you really nailed that. He's been in a ton of stuff. He has. He has a very memorable face. Yes, he does. 
Yes. He was he was very funny on Vine. I, I watched his Vines. I thought he was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> really old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, this is definitely the oldest role that he's been in, which I find hilarious. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, plot keywords. Plot keywords Ouch. here. Shit, I closed it. I closed it! Do you want me to read them? I'll read them. Um, yeah, the plot keywords them, are holiday, Christmas, Halloween, wedding, and date. Hot. That is that is the movie. There you go. There you go. That's all you need to know. All right. All you need to know. And I'm this... going to go through these metascores. Yes, yeah, got a 44 metascore, which is kind of higher than I anticipated. Um... And, and I like what the AV Club says in the beginning, it, it, the first one, it says, like so much of Netflix's quantity over quality output, Holiday is broad, <laughs> unsubtle, and seemingly designed to be half-watched phone in hand. Yet within that framework, it finds a unique comedic spark that keeps it zipping along. Now, I think that that last sentence is a little bit reaching, um, but uh, yes, it is something that you can just turn on and um, kind of just enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the comedic timing did kind of help it zip along a little bit, a little bit. It could have been funnier. It really, it it, it really could have. It could have. It could have been funnier. <laughs> it could have been punched up more because I just thought it was funny, but it wasn't funny enough. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was there were so many people in this movie. Like it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a lot a of family members and. Things. Yeah, a lot of family members and, like, a lot of storylines to kind of try and tell. Like, it's, it's like a whole year with these people. The, uh, the, the brother, the younger brother and his girlfriend who get married, at, or, like, they get engaged after, like, a few months and, and the whole, like, situation with them is that he doesn't even know her. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Like, and I, I yeah. thought that that was funny thing to note because, <laughs> like, I agree. I, I just watched a Bob's Burgers episode with Danny, um... And it was about this couple who met at the Bob's restaurant like three months before and they were going to mm-hmm. get married and, and Bob yeah. had to do the catering and, and um, uh, what's her name? Um, the wife, uh, uh, Bob and Linda, Linda was like, <laughs> Linda was like, are you rushing into this marriage? Like, she just was like, it's too quick. Like, you've been, you've known each other for three months. Like, there's no way that this isn't going to be a hot mess. Um, And it really, it was, it was very silly. And I, I kind of enjoyed that the same situation happened in in this movie because every time somebody's like, I've known this person for two and a half months and we're going to get married. It's like, oh boy. (laughs) Ooh, this, uh, this meta score, uh, Roger Ebert is so mean. Oh my god, let's hear it. It gave it a 12. They gave it a 12 and it says, Holiday is a reminder of how easy it is to get every aspect of a romantic comedy wrong. I mean, I would... I, yeah, it's not the best romantic comedy I've seen. Also, the one that I watched this week that was just honestly probably the worst one I've ever seen and I've seen a lot of bad romantic comedies it, it was called something borrowed uh with jennifer Ooh. goodwin oh okay. oh my god okay. I... I mean what what is a good rom-com i mean my my definition of a rom-com is that they they aren't good like that's that's uh, the whole point i mean when but harry like, met is sally a... is like a really good rom-com when harry met Sa- oh is that with a uh, uh, is that with billy crystal yes billy crystal and meg ryan and some of the other Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks movies are pretty good, and the um, 
you know, they've got a lot of heart and they really like feel feel like so they're maybe, good love so maybe stories. they're just not good now. Maybe they were good back in the day and they're just not good now. <laughs> yeah, I mean last year I really a Christmas movie that I really liked um was uh uh what was it? Uh the uh I just saw it on on here too. Um Last Christmas. It was called Last Christmas. I, I really enjoyed that one. Which, it wasn't particularly, like, a romantic comedy, like, but it was, like, framed as that. Um, oh, is that the, was that the new one um, with the guy from... With with Henry Golding and yes. Amelia Clark. And I yes. saw, I watched that, like, three times. I really liked that one. <laughs> I never watched that one. Yeah, it was, it okay. was I well done. I think it's on Amazon Prime or something, isn't it, now? Or, so, or like, a... Uh, HBO Max. It might be. Yeah, I think it's on HBO Max. It's on one of the streaming services. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I'd recommend that one for sure. Um, But yeah, you know, I'll you know I'll get a a list together uh, for our our next uh, toppings for you guys of all of the romantic comedies and the way I feel about them. I will just I will (laughs) lay it out. I'm gonna I'll write it. I'm gonna write them down. I'm gonna like. Oh goodness. You, you get ready because I have watched a lot of romantic comedies, and I am—I still I'll, have more. I'll probably, I'll probably be surprised at how many I've seen. I—I'm not really a romantic comedy type of type of watcher, but I—I'll probably be surprised at how many I have seen. All right. So, uh, do we want to read any more of these, or are we gonna move uh, on to the next? I, I, Think we've, I think it's I think time to move on to something else. How about J- jingle, jingle Jangle? jangle. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie was um, was long. very, very produced and <laughs> <Yes>. long. <laughs> um, I think this would have been really fun as a stage production. Yes. I think it yes. would have been better to see on the stage than than like in a movie form. I know that's really sacrilegious to say, but the music was incredible and I could just see everything happening in in a stage format and I would have loved to just have this be like a filmed stage production of a show. Yeah. I mean, this was giving me real like a uh... This was obviously better than this movie, but this movie gave me um, uh, Greatest Showman kind of vibes. Oh, yeah. But, but way but better. better. Yes, better. Way better than Greatest Showman. <laughs> but, like, very, very, like, uh, not dramatic, but, you know, very Broadway. Like, it, it, had, it had that very, like, musical um, stage feel, like you were saying. Um, just, like, loads better. <laughs> Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the music and the singing. Um, Anika Noni Rose, I was in love with. I mean, I already am in love with her, and it was so amazing to see her singing um, these beautiful ballads that she was singing. I mean, it was just so, Mm -hmm. so emotional with her. I really, really loved it. Um, I think that the actors were absolutely incredible, the, the kids were over the top amazing, and 
I mean, I think I could have just left the... I I didn't think the story was really that interesting. I I was really trying to, like, be like, yeah, the story's great, but it just, to me, was not that interesting. I wanted to like the story more. Again, it it ran long. Um, It could have been condensed a little bit. There was just, like, a lot of side stuff that kind of ran a bit too long. Some of the, like... It was crazy. Every musical number, which again, which this would probably be just best seen on the stage, but for a movie, those musical numbers needed to be shorter. Like, they were, like, every time they would start, I would get to a point to where I'd be like, is this song still happening? And then it would end. (laughs) (laughs) Every number. Yeah, whereas, like, a stage production. Every single number. You know, you're... you're, you're, You want the longer songs, and you want the, the smaller scenes. Like, you know... Um... But it, it it definitely had yes. a but lot this, this of this had long songs and long scenes. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I liked the idea of, you know, a toy maker, you know, being being stolen from and, and cheated. Mm-hmm. And I just I just kinda wish I don't know. I, I felt like there was a lot of downtime that that, that we could have been building something up or doing doing something with because we just spent a lot of time just like waiting around for something to happen right like and when then, when journey got there in the beginning yes. it was like okay now what and it spent a lot of time before she started to really develop the relationship with her her grandfather Forrest Whitaker Geronicus um until they, like, yeah. maybe had that nice snowball scene, which was probably, like, the more exciting part of their relationship developing. Yeah, yeah. And and just with how, with how like, downtrodden, like, Forrest Whitaker's character got, like, Geronicus, like, just after he just, like, hit a wall and didn't really know what to do, like, it, it just, it just got so, so dark. Like, just, like, just really dark. Like, I, I just, I just didn't want it to... I don't know. It's like it's a. This seems like a kids movie. I didn't want it to be become that dark when he when he obviously he obviously still had the talent. He just really didn't maybe have the motivation to do it. Um, especially after his his wife passes, which is yeah, which is, obviously is you know the be, the beginning. Um, yeah, yeah. I I also wanted to see more with um, Keegan. Michael Key and and Ricky Martin's character, the little toy, Don Juan Diego, I thought yes. we should have seen more of them and we should have seen kind of their their development a little bit more. Like, I think that they, they just kind of ignored it for the whole Geronicus and his granddaughter story a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I mean, there probably could have been like a side by side or like a or like a, a mixing of, you know, what happened during this time. Like, we, we could see we could see Keegan's character like build up while while Forrest is while Geronicus is like you know basically losing everything that he has. Um, yeah, and and what else was I gonna say? I I was also way too um, aware that it was on a set. Like everything felt extremely like plastic and and just not you know produced yeah like, like not natural like yeah, not natural not not natural and you know obviously the the production design was really cool and i think it really was just down to the 
to maybe the editing and the, the color correction or something that kind of made it feel like even though it wasn't I don't know like it I don't know what it what it was I can't really put my fingers on it but that was that was what I thought yeah and I did like I did like at the end we we know of course that that journey is 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 grandmother journey but I'm just I'm just unsure why she never told her grandchildren the story like ever before and that they like, didn't just... notice that like the factory was right outside the window the whole time yeah which it's very yeah. bright so like I the don't know the whole time why you would just be like and that's the factory and then it's like well we didn't notice this bright giant building in the distance this entire time we've been here the many years that we've been here yeah and even though i really did like the um not the pop-up book like like inner intermission parts i i really did like how how those scenes were like the the stop motion mm-hmm. you know like the mm-hmm. little the little the little puppets yeah um I did like those, but they seemed yeah. a little, a little much, like a little, <laughs> a little unnecessary. There's so it's a very visually stimulating movie. There's there's a lot of very visual, very bright very colors visual. and a lot of like really um, high songs and um, flashy flashy dancing. Um, the costumes very are incredible. I mean. They were so cool. They are so like they're they're so well designed and and well um like they fit the situation. They fit the kind of holiday feeling of the movie. Um because I'm sure it also I mean to me it didn't it, it like it was a Christmas movie but they like didn't really discuss it in a lot of like ways in terms of like Chris, like typical Christian christian customs so it was definitely like a lot more of a departure from that and i i did Mm. like that about that and i thought it was like just the general spirit of of christmas yeah i i definitely liked the the christmas the christmas joy the christmas cheer that came with you know making toys and i i kind of wish we could have seen like i don't know maybe having it be more between geronicus and keegan because again we really missed a lot with keegan like Mm -hmm. what if like we never saw, you know, the kids, the kids playing with the toys that that Keegan came up with. Like it was just the the yeah. the the inventing and the toy aspect kind of got lost. Like we really only got to see Don Juan Diego and then um, the the Wally looking character, the Wally looking yeah, toy. the Wally um, toy exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess I kind of wanted to see more of like the impact this this kind of had on the children like like mm-hmm. oh now we don't have toys anymore or you know we don't like this was very family oriented obviously with yeah with Geronicus's wife dying and then his his daughter moving away with with her eventual daughter mm-hmm. and and then just kind of like everyone coming together which is a great which is a great story but I feel like there was so much happening that they just didn't quite and with how long this movie was, they didn't they didn't figure out how to tie it all together by the end. Like just make it a yeah. bit more. Yeah, it was still it was still kind of all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah, it, I agree. I agree. And it just it just wasn't quite the one thing I did like. Um, um, which the, there are many things I did like about this movie, but one thing I really liked was uh was those the lady uh, the three oh. the no not the lady but um. 
I liked I liked her part more towards the end when she kept like singing to him and like not saying his name correctly. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was weird. That that was a little weird, and annoying. But um, I liked I liked whatever she would sing. She had those like backup singers. I liked them. <laughs> yeah, I liked them a lot. Uh, was the three. What were you gonna say? Them. The the three the three singers. The oh. three like backup backup singers. That's that's nice. <laughs> I liked that. I thought that, I thought they were funny. <laughs> they were really funny. Uh. I was also just thinking about a movie that, uh, a Christmas movie that came out last year, I think, um, that I really, really loved, and that, uh, Klaus, do you remember that? Yes! Oh, that was, I mean, I just I wonder, got chills thinking this, about that movie. That was such a good movie. I wonder if this would have been a bit more, not appropriate, but like, you know, a bit more believable if it was like an animated movie or like a, or like a, a stop motion movie. Like, I mean, I'm still, I'm still on the the train of it being a, a, a stage play. I think the magic would be as am I. Yeah, like a stage musical. Um, but you know what really makes this this movie shine is is the, the the production, the you know the elements of it being um, from some big name producers like you know John Legend and. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it just kind of, and, and, and obviously the mostly black cast of this show, I mean, it, this movie, and it, it really is a very bright and really fun movie. And I'm really glad that Netflix, um, made it, that they put their, their money into it because we do need a lot more of these kind of fun, random holiday movies that feature everyone and, and are for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And this, and this was... This was a very fun movie, and I can definitely see a lot of a lot of kids enjoying it. And I think it was so popular that it'll definitely spark more of this kind of movie, like a lot more black casts or a lot more people of color um, in the lead roles of these like fun Christmas movies that are pretty high budget, like this one. Yeah, another movie it kind of reminds me of. Um, is uh is that movie Hugo right? Isn't that what it was called with uh-huh. uh with uh yeah. Asa Asa Butterfield? Yes, right. And, yes, yeah, and Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, I need to watch that movie. Again. I, I don't, yeah, that movie I don't was... quite remember what it was about. <laughs> it's just about Asa, and he like lives in the clock, and he like makes sure everything goes right, and then he's like he goes to the movies with Chloe Grace Moretz, and then he discovers that uh, Lumiere is, like, her grandfather, and that he doesn't make movies anymore, and they're like, well, why don't we, like, try to convince him to make movies again, and then they, they try to do that, and it's, it's kind of sweet, and it's also a little bit, like, it's kind of cold and dark and, and a a little bit magical in that sense. It's kind of really, like, gloomy feeling, and Mm -hmm. then it's kind of lit up by the, the film and the love of film. Um, yeah, I think I described not, Hugo pretty well. <laughs> I think you did. I, again, I, I think I've only seen it once, or maybe I've never even seen it. I really have no clue. Um, I've probably seen it, but I do not remember. Another movie I liked, um, I think that came out last yeah last year was uh, was Noel. Remember when when oh, Disney yeah. Plus when Disney Plus like first uh, yeah first uh, whatever released. Um, I think this was, like, one of their first, like, uh, Christmas movies that they, they I, I didn't watch all of Noel. I watched about half of it, and then I stopped and never went back. I thought it was pretty cute. If you, if you stayed till the end, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I remember I remember thinking it was it was pretty funny. I really liked Anna Anna Kendrick and uh and and Bill Hader. I thought yeah. they were pretty funny. Well, I only got to the part where she like went after him because he like left. Um, oh, mm. uh, yeah. I've watched so many holiday movies. Um, we we got to move on. Uh, so let's just oh, read shit. these plot keywords. Just holiday and Christmas. That's it. No other plot keywords. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? You're right. Okay, let's look at the meta scores. Uh, it's got wow. a it's got a 69, and that is really high. The highest is the LA Times. That's with really a 90. good. Yeah, it, it is like a very yeah. good. Um, people people were excited about it. That these critics were really excited. Um, I'm just yeah. gonna read the New York Times one. It says. The movie is packed with thrilling sequences, charming songs by Philip Lawrence, John Legend, and others, flashy dance numbers, and a delightful cast. Although the parts of the film veer on cliché, its intentions are well-meaning, and its messages about nurturing curiosity and fostering community are well worth hearing right now. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, is there one I like? Um. <laughs> um. I mean, this is one of the lower ones, but but I still kind of like it. Uh, the Guardian gave it a sixty. It says this film may be a bit sugary for some taste, but it's made with real care and craft, and, th- and that's true. Yeah. All right. I wish it. I wish I kind of had more to it, but uh. Oh, how about the Empire one? Also gave it a 60. Yeah, that one's a good one. It's silly and a little slow, but the characters are enormously charming and the design is overwhelmingly sumptuous. Um, It should give viewers, especially children, a a welcome hit of Christmas magic. And I think that's nice. That's very nice. Definitely true of this movie. I I would show my kids this movie. It is fun. Yeah, I would definitely watch this again if I had like a, like a, oh, I don't know, like a (coughs) a niece or nephew. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, Godmothered. So Godmothered. Yes. Um. I. This was the more recent one that I just watched, and I loved it. I even teared up at the end. Um. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it. It gave me. It gave me like an enchanted vibes, and mm, I didn't. Really, I didn't really like that. Well, I didn't really like that movie, yeah. so it, uh. <laughs> it was it was it was okay, and it was a really slow to start. Like it took a bit. It was slow chugging in the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> like it was slow. Yeah. Um and uh, and the screenplay was a little weird here and there. <laughs> I mean, like, I I was kind of drunk when I watched it, so I think I laughed out loud. Helps. I laughed out loud at, like, everything that was said. I mean, everything that Jillian Bell does, I just love. I'm a big fan of hers. I know you didn't really love Britney Runs a Marathon, but I just love Jillian Bell, so. I like her, too, and I, and I really liked her, her comedy in in Britney Runs a Marathon. I kind of wanted a bit, like, I don't know, the comedy seemed so cheesy and, like, annoying in this. It... <laughs> I wanted it to be delivered better. Yeah. Because because cuz I know she can be funny. Like like there mm-hmm. were parts in Britney Runs a Marathon that I was like laughing at just cuz she's like hilarious and like sassy and and like but this I don't know. She she was a very different character in this obviously. Mm-hmm. She was very like uh 
peppy and you know very godmothery. Yes, um, I, I liked the story. I I I really did enjoy it. And did you notice uh, the lady, <laughs> the headmistress of the of the godmothered school is uh, from Third Rock on of the Third Rock from the Sun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Um, I liked. I liked her. One of my favorite great. parts about this movie was that it it takes place in, in Christmas time in Boston, and um, I don't know if you guys know this, but that's exactly what's going on in my life right now. I live in Boston, and it's Christmas time, so everything is magical as fuck. And I really felt that in in this movie. <laughs> That's, that's, yeah, when it, when it said Boston, I was like, oh, I see why Alessandra wanted to watch this movie. <laughs> I mean, Danny and I watched it, and although I would not consider it one of my favorite movies ever, I, I'm glad that we watched it together because of the Boston thing. Yeah, I mean, the movie really started getting good when, you know, she started helping, um, the daughter with, like, her singing. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that part, mm-hmm. um, and and I even kind of like the twist at the and it wasn't really a twist, but I, it was a, it was an interesting take on it when we kind of realized that um, Eleanor, right, Eleanor, mm-hmm. yeah, she was she was kind of acting selfishly, like she like she was trying to help, yeah, she was trying to help the Godmother School keep it open and you know keep uh, so that they can keep granting wishes, you know, whatever, helping helping children who need help, um, but then kind of like forcing um what's her name the the, the late the Isa mom. fisher what's her name Isa yes Fis- mckenzie Isa fisher mckenzie like kind of forcing mckenzie and hugh together um at the end was just a little it i don't know a lot of stuff went wrong in this movie and you know how i feel about movies where just <laughs> nothing good happens and everything just goes wrong you know how i feel about those yes <laughs> yes i do and this just happened a lot um i did like the magic though i, I thought the magic the magic scenes were very uh were very well um like a what is it uh had had good effects yeah um, um, I liked it I really as well. Like the watermelon carrot. Yes, like the, the watermelon, watermelon carrot. I like the pig. I like the um the, the raccoon. Raccoon. Yes, uh, Gary. Gary. Oh my it's god, that was that was so cute. And um, you know, there was like all these really silly little jokes, like FaceTime and and stuff like that. Um, and I I liked the whole the the fact that Isa Fisher's character works at, at a um a news place and I thought that that was like a fun job for her to have um and that she's a single mother working with her sister to raise the kids and you know I I liked the end of it because it was about all sorts of love like I I really kind of teared up when the kid turned to his grandma and was like I love you grandma and I just like I almost lost it because I I don't get to be with my family this Christmas and it is like you know I love them, and I just I was I was also a little drunk, and I was thinking about it, and you know, it yeah, was... it's a little sad. Yeah, I really liked the end of this movie. I thought I thought it really turned around again. It was very slow to start, like almost un- <laughs> un- unbearable in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but but I really liked the I really liked the turn um, of like you know reinventing what happily ever after means. Yes. You know, they have this very yeah. and they they were very. They were very on you about that in the beginning, like, like yeah. oh wait, this is There's happily a... ever after. You 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 get the, the prince, you get the dress, mm-hmm. you're happily ever after. Like that's what it is. And the fact that they kinda like spinned it to like spinned it on its head in the end and, you know, said like, you know, people 
Like that's that's archaic. Like pe- that's that's not what that's not how you get your happily ever after anymore. Like that's yeah. not how things how things work. And I really I did like that a lot. Yeah, that's like a really like you really don't see a lot of movies like that. Like you don't see a lot of movies where it's like you can be happy as a single mother. You can be happy as a single father like Hugh, you know, the, the other guy. And you know, it, I I I thought that, like, yeah, the whole, like, girl being really, um, stage fright and everything, like, how hard it was for her, but her voice was amazing, um, and it was just, like, great to see, like, something that she could overcome, like, that we could see something that kind of small be able to be like, yeah, you can do it, you're not gonna die if you go up on stage, it's gonna be okay, you know? Yeah, exactly, and, and, like, being able to kind of, like, connect with her, with her father through doing that too because mm-hmm. he, he liked he liked music as well uh did you recognize the guy who played hugh uh santiago cabrera i it took me like most of the movie to realize what i recognized him from i knew he looked familiar i just didn't think very hard about what i remembered him from so i don't know <laughs> he is in star trek picard Oh yeah! He's oh wait, the, is the this, ship is he guy. Like the... He's the he's the pilot, like the captain, and all the other things on the the, the AIs that are on the the ship. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, he's also in in Big Little Lies. Apparently, is he mm-hmm. the is he the is he, he the one that Reese Witherspoon cheats yes, on? Yes, yes. I was just gonna okay. say that. Okay. I was like, he's the one who she cheats with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 All oh, right. Okay. Um, let's look at these plot keywords. If there's any here, okay. Um, uh, let's see. We got girl, female protagonist, Disney Plus, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there's only four. There's only four. You could have put That's... Godmother on there at least. At least that one yeah, made yeah, sense. Yeah, like like godmother character or something. Like there's there's like many of those. Like fairy godmother character. Oh, eh. the, these are lame. In the in the trivia on the top it says Jillian Bell and Utkarsh Ambudkar previously star co-starred in Britney Runs a Marathon. Remember she was with him in that movie. Yeah, and he's also uh he's also Donald from Pitch Perfect. Oh. Bumper and Donald getting it. <laughs> he, I really enjoyed him in in Britney Runs Marathon. He was he's funny. He was great. I thought he was super cute. Yeah, very cute, very cute. Um, like he was very cute, and he was he was really funny in this one too. Like he was a yeah. real asshole. He was really he, great. He was good. It was, it was it was silly. You know, like the whole scene where she like uh, makes Isa Fisher wear that giant dress. Um, in, in oh the, my oh, gosh. That was hilarious. That outfit was so funny. That hit the headdress that she was wearing. I mean, it was like. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, oh, man. I, I really liked, uh, I really liked, uh, Isa Fisher's character in this. In yeah. This a lot. I, I liked her a lot. She's, she's, very, she's like, always cute. You know, she's always so relatable. I, I love her. Yeah. She's really great. Okay. It got a 47 meta score, which is pretty okay it's mostly in the yellow for these um all right uh i'm gonna read this slash film 40 it says most of what disney plus has released among its live action fare is the kind of mid-budget movie that served as the disney studio's bread and butter in the 1990s 
Godmothered, even with its connection to the Disney fairy tale universe, is very much in line with those watchable, wholly unremarkable films. It helps that Jillian Bell and Isa Fisher do their best in predictable roles, but the roles being so predictable is hard to look past. But, I mean, I don't feel like this was predictable, though. Me too, and I thought that, like, it really was kind of a reinvention, and I thought it was, like, a little better than Enchanted, and Enchanted was, like, very predictable. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it really took all the happily ever after star, uh, stops in Enchanted. Like, she, you know, she found her prince, whatever, and she found her way back or something. I don't know. I only watched the movie, like, once. <laughs> she falls in love with Patrick Dempsey instead yeah. of the prince. <laughs> instead of James Marsden. Yeah, instead of James Marsden, exactly. And it's like, well, of course that was going to happen. Look at Patrick Dempsey. Come on! Yeah, who doesn't love a who doesn't love a lovable sad dad? I know, right? <laughs> like who doesn't? Who doesn't love a hot sad dad? <laughs> and oh my god. I mean, I don't want to be like super mean or anything, but the the younger daughter in this, although she was a really good actress, Elsa, don't say it. Okay. I'm not going to say it. You know what? If anybody has actually seen this movie, they will know what I'm talking about. I don't want to say it. This is a public podcast. All right. I knew what you were going to say. Because I thought the exact same thing. Let's just let's just keep it at that. Let's keep it a secret. Okay. If you know. If you we know, all know. We're talking Everybody about. all knows. She was a good actress. If you though. know. If, if, you, if, you, if you're picking up what we're putting down, email us. <laughs> She really was a good actress, though. I really don't want to, you know. Okay. She was really funny. I yeah. liked, I, I liked both the kids. I liked them as well. They were, they were cute. Um, yeah, it was a cute family. Yeah. So all right. Next, last but not last least. one, the most controversial of all of these movies. Yeah. So I, I'd like to know what, because I, I, I remember seeing some stuff about it on, on Instagram, like you know, pe- people posting a. In, you know stuff in their insta stories about it like i it it's very like some people really didn't like this like especially in the lgbtq plus community right yeah or okay but Cause like some cause people my, cause did. My sister, so like i mean it's yeah. like extremely yeah, like, like my polarizing <laughs> my my sister my sister and her wife really liked it and thought it was a very great uh you know a, a depiction of, of of a of a situation that could happen um with coming out yeah. Um, they liked it. And it is directed by and written by a, a gay woman. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah the the actress, the, the director is also an actress. Her, her name is Clea Duvall. And um, I've seen her in stuff like <clears throat> Carnival, that series from the early 2000s, but also uh, Argo, that, you know, one that won the Oscar a few years ago, the, mm, that Affleck mm-hmm. movie. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She she's a good actress and, and everything. Um, this is her debut, and you know Hulu took a took a risk. You know, making a a higher budget lesbian drama around the holidays. I did not like how they kind of marketed this as a as a comedy, like more like a romantic comedy when it really was a drama. Like I, I you know, it, uh, it was so dramatic and it and it seemed like it was trying to be funny but it yeah. wasn't it was it was yeah. horrible and annoying like yes. i don't <laughs> i i hated i hated almost every character <laughs> i mean yeah yeah uh, uh, okay okay mostly the mom i did not like the mom at all yeah they I did, did mary like, steenburgen bad but with how much of a bitch she was in this movie 
And and I wanted a bit more from from uh, Dan Levy. I wanted more from him because I loved him so much in Shit's Creek. Yeah, I wanted more from him. He um, tried his best. I'm I, telling you, he he, he t- did. He tried his best with nothing. They gave him nothing, and he did his best. <sighs> yeah, um, he, I, I I think he was mostly in this movie because because of how big he's gotten from Shit's Creek. I mean, yeah, but but he he is a. He's a creator and a, and a producer as well, and he made Shit's Creek. So, I mean, it makes sense why he would want to be involved in this. Yeah, that's true. I really, the one character I really did like was, um, Jane. I really liked Aubrey, Aubrey, <laughs> Aubrey Plaza's character. No, Aubrey well, Plaza. Everybody liked Aubrey Plaza's character. Everybody was like, oh, they did her wrong. And you know what? They did her wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. Riley, the character, deserved <clears throat> much, much better. Much, much more. Yeah, it was, it was, it was <laughs> it hard. Did the same thing, guys. You just went, I know it was. Uh, it was. Uh. I know. I I understand what they're trying to do with this movie. I just really didn't like it. Just a, as a movie as a whole, like just the the yeah, yeah. the uh, yeah. Like yeah. I I I I don't I. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like, I mean, I, I feel, I feel for, you know, the wanting to share the story of, you know, how hard it can be to come out to your parents and, and, you know, what kind of reaction you'll get. Like, I get that. And it's just, again, this is one of those. that's not the problem of the movie. Like, that's not the central issue. The central issue is that Harper's a shit person. Like, there's, it's really. a shit person. It's really shit person. just, Just because she doesn't want to come out to her family, they made her into a shit person. It's like. Okay, I understand that, but you don't need to treat people like the way that she treated Riley and the way that she treated Abby. And it's like, we have no reason to support her, Tristan Stewart, wanting to be with with Harper anymore. Like, we're like, don't be with her. She doesn't know what she wants, for one. She doesn't feel that, like, that's not a kind of partner that you want. You know, you know what I mean? Like... You need to well, be supportive. I know, and that's, and that's what makes, and that's, and I feel like that might be, I don't know. I mean, what was, what was the big controversy about, about this movie? Because, like, to me, to me, it feels like it's, it's Harper, yes, like, the, that, that's, that's one issue that we should all, like, like, sympathize with is, like, you know, how hard it is. It can be to, to come out, but then, yeah, you sh- just shouldn't be a shit person either. I know. Like, it's, it's, and, and stream people along. Like, it's not cool. It's, like, it's exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's really not. And I, yeah. And like, this family was, was a shit family. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> In the end, like, poor Jane's, like, beautiful, like, you know, <clears throat> funny picture. ruined. She smashed it on her sister, and it was like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, what? Why would you think that doing that would be something that you you have to do in that moment? Like smash something else. And and you know what? This this movie was so unsatisfying at the end because yeah. after a, after all the sisters you know come forth and say I didn't tell you that I was lesbian because or yeah. that I was gay yeah. because because I was afraid of of what you of how you would react. You always talk about reputation. We always had to compete for your love, and I thought that this would be the reason that I would lose your love. Like after they all have this very heartfelt yeah. scene at the very end. The dad then comes out the next morning saying that he too was afraid of letting his family down. And I'm just like, no, he, he should be like, I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have asked so much of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you all the way you are. Like, like no, yeah. don't come out here and, 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 and be like, you're the victim too. Like, 
Like, no, there's too many victims. Someone needs to be at fault. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. Like, you know, poor Jane did absolutely nothing. Mary Holland, who also, I think she co-wrote it um, with with Clea Duvall, um, the girl who played Jane. And she was the one who said all those really funny things. Like, she was the only one that, like, brought the comedy. Like, her and Dan Levy was like, that was it. Um, and th- and that's the thing. It was it was sad, not funny humor. Like it, you're right. It was nothing. Every scene that was supposed to be funny was not funny. Because this family, was... like, hate. Like they all have love at the center of this this family. Like this there's... situation. <laughs> this situation's not funny. It's sad. It, yes, <laughs> like, I know. I it's just... sad and frustrating. It's not funny. <laughs> so, and, yeah. And just, and the fact that Sloan was like choking Harper with like a garland, I was like, I was like, this movie has not has not reached this climax. Like, there's You're no right. reason yeah. that this should be happening. Like, yeah. it got like their fight at the very end. Like, I, I they could definitely have a fight. They could have a scream match. They could they could punch each other. Like, but the fact that you're choking your sister with a garland, like the the movie, it did didn't earn not it. prepare. It didn't earn it. Like, it didn't earn it. Didn't, it. It didn't reach this level of ridiculous. It never did. You're it, right. It was never there. And they, but they tried to with like all the side characters. Like we had Anna Gasteyer, we had Sarayu Blue, who are like people who are kind of brought in to be these kooky side characters. And so they go to that like you know dinner with all those the people, um, mm-hmm. and it's like they're they're just like really stuck up and really like into themselves, and they don't really like see the kind of you know, high class crap that they're 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 really spewing. Um, yeah, and it, oh god, and that scene where fucking Kristen Stewart gets like charged for taking the the necklace, and the kids oh. did it, and fucking oh my Harper god. doesn't do anything. She doesn't even like. She doesn't. Oh my god. She doesn't do anything, and. And, and that was also supposed to be a funny scene, and it just wasn't. Like it was way, way, way too dramatic to be funny. Like every scene was set up to be like a serious thing when they were just yeah. trying to bring up these emotions at the same time, and it just didn't have that heart. And I just, yeah. you know, I think Kristen Stewart did a good job of like really trying to bring it. Like we really got to her side. We really like watched her freak out about this and, like, actually kind of try to confront Harper about it, and she still did nothing, and it was like, girl, no. Like, you have to just give up. Yeah, and I was actually happy, I I was actually happy that at the very end, after Harper was like, I told them, why don't you want to be with me? I wanted Abby to just leave her. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but she, like, she did, and then she, like, came back. Uh, uh, But then she didn't. (laughs) I know. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Riley was the was was the best part. Like Aubrey, she's <laughs> who looks so like, beautiful. She's so beautiful, but at the same time, she looked like she was like like forty five years old. She looked she looked aged in this movie. <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, I understand. It's like Aubrey, what? Oh, who are you? <laughs> I, I mean, like, she's not that you? old. She she looked like she's she not. was. She was she's like forty, not. like or but older. She looked like yeah, she looked like she was forty-four. 
I don't know what it was like the way that they did her makeup and I guess the way that they lit her or something. It yeah, just... they lit they lit her horribly. <laughs> like her 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 skin looked textured. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't I don't but she's beautiful. I love her. Oh, she's yeah. beautiful. She's she's really you see the first time you see her, you're like, Wow, she's she looks really gay. You know, like they did a did a good job, you know, really Make it seem like she would be somebody that Mackenzie Davis, like Harper, would date. Um, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was a big old mess, and I. But the thing is, like, it did make it. A lot of people watched it, and a lot of people have a lot of thoughts about it, and you know, a lot of people did like it. That's cool too. Whatever. Um, it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the fact that this kind of story was told is yeah. is is obviously a great step. Like, was it a good movie? No. Will I be watching it again? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, did I did I did I smile once while watching this? Probably not. <laughs> I was mostly yelling at, you know, I was yelling at Abby, being yeah. like, "Go home." You don't want to spend your Christmas here with this You don't want to spend family. your life with this person. Like, she was going to propose to her. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Honestly, the only scene I liked was, was with, was when Abby and Riley went to the, went to the gay bar. That was, oh, that was yeah. It. Dude. With the, with, with the drag with queen the drag singing. I, I, yes. I love that part. That was it. That was it. That was, uh, that's Dela and, um, and Jinx. I am a humongous fan of Jinx. Jinx is a winner of, uh, I think season four, or no, season five of Drag Race. Um, big fan of Jinx. Jinx is the best. That's cool. Yeah. I was super, super excited to see her. (laughs) I was like, oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was it. (laughs) Yeah, one of them also looks. I'm I, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting to know more drag queens because I've been watching a lot of uh, Wow Presents and uh, uh, Trixie mm-hmm. Mattel stuff, and she usually has um, a lot of drag queens on as guests. And so I'm, I'm kind of learning. I'm kind of learning uh, more um, of just like just just what drag queens are out there, like like the famous ones. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been it's a lot of fun. Um, let's see. And and the other one looked familiar. I I, I watch a lot of interviews. Like, oh, like, what is it? Drag queens try Vegemite or something, and, and they all have such <laughs> hilarious reactions to. It's it's just it. funny stuff like that that I watch yeah. on YouTube. Um. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I have to say about Happiest Season. Okay. Uh. Let's see. The plot keywords are lesbian, Christmas, queer, holidays, lesbian relationship. And you know what? I hope all those plot keywords appear in another lesbian movie at some other time in the future. Lesbian holiday movies, lesbian movies in general, let's make it happen. Yes, I'm here for it. I want it. Let's do it. Yes, we love it. Um, Okay, it got a 68 Metascore, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good. I'm surprised. Uh-huh. I didn't think it would get a 68. I'm going to read the screen daily 50. It says, Stuart and Davis have such adorable chemistry as the central couple. Playful and flirty one moment, touchingly sincere the next, that it's a shame Duval has stranded them in such an unsatisfying story. Granted, <laughs> Happiest Season is meant to be 
cheesy in the comforting way that cable television Christmas films often are, but all too frequently, the actresses seem smarter than material, forced to navigate preposterous twists and increasingly silly plot complications. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous plot complications. Uh, let's see. There's one I like. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Is there another one? Is there another one that you had that you had kind of? Uh, I don't know. I I never look through these. I probably should before we start because I'm sitting here like trying, and some of these are very long. <laughs> I'm just like trying to. The read top them ones are like just them. kind of. I'll just summarize them. Basically, they're just like, oh, they think it's fresh and fun, and that the fact that it's like. A step it was towards a super risky movie to make, but it, but it, but they made it and it's great. And it's like okay. Uh. I mean, I yeah, I'm glad that it's it's one of the first ones, and I I know that there will be more because, like I said, it is a it is a very watched Hulu like movie. There are a lot of people who got Hulu specifically to watch this movie, and you know that's great. Like. That's what the kind of content that we need from these streaming services is to be like, join our streaming service, you can watch Happiest Season, the lesbian movie that everybody will enjoy, which is not necessarily true, but yeah, great, bring it, you know? We watched it, we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it's, it's, it's getting a lot of attention, I'm glad the story's out there, I'm glad a lot of people are watching it. Um, and talking about it because I mean that just that just means that that there will be more again like like the same thing we brought up with with Jingle Jingle these are stories that we want to hear um and uh, we're excited to see what the future holds really mm-hmm. yeah well that was all of our Christmas movies everybody um I will get back oh. to you on the uh uh the toppings with my list of Romantic comedies. I will try to put together a list of them as well. <laughs> okay. And, and my my two cents. <laughs> um, all right. But that was, that was Holiday, Godmother, Jingle Jangle, oh, yeah, Jingle Jangle, and Happiest Season. If you, if you watched um, and or enjoyed any of these, of these films, please let us know in the comments. You can do that on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn. You can also rate our podcast we have here. It helps others to find us. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Spotify now, so if that's something you're interested in, definitely listen to us on that, on that platform. Um, If you just have suggestions for future episodes or just want to say hello, or also just give us the thoughts um, on this podcast, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, we post all of those on our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn and Instagram at All by the Popcorn Podcast. We also have merch. Um, it is not too late for you to get that special someone the gift of some All by the Popcorn Podcast merch <laughs> yes. for Christmas. Um, or if you you're going to give them something else, at least buy from a small business because they really could use your help during these trying times. Um, and I think that is it for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 